Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Billboard on Broadway podcast. I am, as always, your host, Rebecca Millsoff, senior editor at Billboard, musical theater fan, and here every week to talk to you about the exciting things going on in musical theater right now and the surprising ways that they overlap with pop music. So today's podcast includes a few of my favorite things, adorable songwriting teams, cult favorite animated films, possible Russian princesses. Uh, Well, really, I'm most into adorable songwriting teams, but the point is there's a lot to talk about. So, you know, though pop history is filled with the names of legendary songwriting duos from John Lennon and Paul McCartney to Robert Plant and Jimmy Page to Elton John and Bernie Taupin and so, so many others. Um, It feels a lot more common these days to hear about artists working with big, many-personed teams of producers and writers when they put a song together. In musical theater, it's always been a bit more common to find discrete division of duties between composers and lyricists. But even then, it's rare these days to find a composer-lyricist team who have stayed together over the course of many years. But Lynn Ahrens and composer... Stephen Flaherty are definitely one of the best around, and they have a new musical that's about to open on Broadway, Anastasia. Aaron's is the lyricist of the team, and Flaherty is the composer, and they've worked together incredibly since the late 80s. Their first Broadway musical in the early 90s was called Once on This Island, which it was recently announced is on the way to a Broadway revival. Very exciting. And since then, their work has been thematically pretty varied, from My Favorite Year to Seussical to Rocky. Uh, Their best-known show is probably Ragtime, which it's fair to say has entered the pantheon of great Broadway musicals. It's an adaptation of the Dr. O novel that uh, won them the Tony for Best Score. Uh, Ragtime has this story that feels really epic, and the music really matches that feeling. 
And Anastasia, to me, feels very much in that vein. The story is a really sweeping one, in case you're not aware of it. It's about uh, a young woman named Anya in 1920s communist Russia who has amnesia, but who very well might be the uh, escaped granddaughter of Tsar Nicholas II. Uh, And in the music, the melodies are really lush. They have a very kind of epic pop feel. uh, And the lyrics are just really emotionally direct. So if Anastasia sounds familiar to you, it's because, yes, this is the stage adaptation of the much-beloved 20th Century Fox animated film that came out in 1997. Uh, The soundtrack for that movie actually went to number 41 on the Billboard 200. It sold a million copies in the U.S., according to Nielsen Music. Aaron's and Flaherty got two Oscar nominations for their score for the movie and for Best Original Song for Journey to the Past, which I can't even tell you how many of my friends will just literally start singing that song on demand at the mere mention of Anastasia, and which I recently learned Aaliyah actually recorded a version of for the original movie. I did not remember that from my childhood. So the two big songs from the movie, Journey to the Past and Once Upon a December, uh, were in the movie sung by Liz Calloway, who you Broadway peeps might know from Cats, from the original cast of Miss Saigon. And they're both in uh, this new Broadway show. But as you'll hear Aaron's and Flaherty discussing momentarily, the stage show is actually pretty different from the movie. There's a lot of new music. And it really allowed them, as a songwriting team, this pretty unique opportunity to kind of revisit the writers they were 20 years ago and also to explore new musical possibilities that felt really contemporary for this Broadway score. So I chatted with them and two of their stars, Christy Altamar, who plays Anya, and Derek Klenna, who plays Dimitri, recently. And as you will hear, they are all pretty delightful. Dancing bears, painted wings, things I almost remember. And a song someone sings once upon a December. Hi, everybody. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Um, I have to tell the two of you, first of all, that Ragtime is a formative moment in my own musical theater fandom history. So it's it's really an honor to meet both of you. Thank you so much. And I'm those of you who are not here in the studio with us, which is all of you, Lynn and Stephen are like adorable small people who look like they go together. Which I really enjoy. As a as a fellow small person, I I appreciate seeing others. Um, So my first question is just, you know, I I grew up at the time when Anastasia was coming out, um, and I didn't realize that it's been 20 years since it was released. 20 years. A long time for an animated movie to be adapted in some way into a Broadway show. Um, What took so long, I guess? (laughs) Well, I think what took so long was 20th Century Fox didn't have um, their eye on musical theater. Mm -hmm. And I think it took the Disney shows and, you know, other other people coming into the musical theater uh, world with their movie titles for Fox to suddenly say, hey, we have some fabulous titles, too. So now they have a development department, and Anastasia was actually their first animated movie and now it's mm-hmm. going to be their first musical on stage so um, we're very excited to you know have traveled all this way with yes. this project and uh, you know we've grown up on it and and I think the mm-hmm. musical has grown up too mm-hmm. I was going to say that um, I think that 
an interesting thing for a pop audience is the idea of being a songwriting team. That um, yeah. this doesn't happen as often in the pop world, and the two of you have you know always worked together. Is it weird to revisit something from 20 years ago? Because sometimes when you well, write yeah, a song that I long agree. ago, it's like you don't recognize who you were. Well, that, back well then. That, that's that's the thing because it's not only just jumping back into the project and jumping into the characters again, but it's also jumping into who you were, you know, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought, oh, this could be tricky. And it actually proved to be the exact opposite. Um, it was uh, effortless just jumping back into it. You know, we really knew the world. We knew the sound of it. Uh, in a certain way, it was sort of unfinished business because with an animated film, there's only so deep that you can go, uh, both character-wise and th thematically. And mm -hmm. so to have the opportunity to just really fully submerge ourselves uh, in in the piece again, it, it was great, and also we didn't want to just uh, take the animated movie and put it on a stage. We really wanted to reconceive it for uh, a contemporary theatrical audience, and that's when we uh, thought we'd need a real playwright, and we brought uh, Terrence McNally, uh, who also wrote your favorite Ragtime, uh, and it's our third show uh, with, <laughs> with, with with Terrence, and we decided to uh, really uh, reconceive the entire piece, and we were lucky that uh, the folks at 20th Century Fox. Uh, uh, liked the take uh, that, that we had had uh, pitched to them, and uh, they gave us uh, the approval and the go-ahead. So we were very fortunate. I'll just add to that about songwriting teams. You know, what's interesting is that we are still here working together after all these years. We've been working together for forever, but I think that we've grown up as a, as a team. Absolutely. And we have a shorthand, and we have a, a sort of a, you know, our brains are sort of attached in some way at this point. So, <laughs> it's, it's true. You know, I mean, it's, it's a, we finish it's a, each other's sentences, as yeah. you can see. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. And, you know, everybody is curious about the process. You know, is it words first or music first? And Every time you, you sit down to write a song, it's different. You know, some are music first, some are words first. Uh, a, a lot of uh, the, the songs for Anastasia were actually written together, you know, in the room at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Christy and Derek, what is it like to watch the two of them in action, sort oh, of Lord. from the outside? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a bucket list experience, honestly, being <laughs> yeah, with really you guys. Um, Ragtime is also we one of my favorite yes. shows ever. Yes. Um, we, go, yeah, go ahead. Just, it, it's amazing. They're they're not only just incredibly nice people but I've we've admired Derek and I have admired their work for so many years that it's just we we can't believe we're here and that and 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 in the room as changes are being made it's it's surreal because it, it you think oh this song couldn't possibly get any better and then it gets better and you're like yeah. how is that possible it I was mean, perfect you guys are so smart ago. honestly like yeah. it, it, it as an actor going into like putting up a new show and trying to develop these characters from scratch I mean you, you deal with so many versions of songs and scenes mm. and but that's one thing about this process that I think has blown everyone away is that you know all the rewrites only get better and everyone yeah. everyone gets only like more comfortable and and more positive towards you know how these songs and scenes are progressing and I mean, that's just an ode to you guys and how, yeah. how well you work together with Terrence yeah. and you're so smart. We, but, but, we, we owe it to the actors. That's yes. what uh -huh. <laughs> we to, to be here. honest, I mean, we sit, we sit at our tables and with our computers and we just watch them and we think we could give him a better note than he's singing right now. Or, <laughs> or her song needs yeah. to be expanded. And, and something yeah. spontaneous might happen in the rehearsal room and, and we'll pick up on that. And uh, after a while, you're not just writing for the character, you're writing for Christy as Anastasia, and you're, and you're writing for, for Derek as Dimitri. So you take their unique sound and their personality and you sort of fold that back into it. So after a mm -hmm. while, it's not just a song, it's really uh, them creating these characters and moments in, in time, and that's, that's when it gets good. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Did the two of you know the movie very well before you auditioned, or what was your background? Yes, <laughs> indeed. I saw it in the theater, and I remember afterwards we were leaving, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Liz Calloway's voice! We saw Liz Calloway in Cats!" And we were freaking <laughs> out and um, singing Anastasia. Yeah, and I was da- and I was dancing around in my basement, and I had the Dimitri and the Anya doll. Did you have the Barbie? Oh my god! No, but I think my mom did give me the Dimitri doll once I got this role. <laughs> Growing up, she she couldn't help herself, and she'd always get me like dolls of characters that I was playing, and so I mean, it's, it, it continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a mom thing for sure. I know. But um, yeah. No, I mean, I grew up the movie also, and it's. I feel like everybody was singing around when we were growing up. Everyone was singing you know, "Once Upon a December" and "Journey to the Past." Like those yes. were the songs yes. that every girl in America and you know everywhere was singing for their audition pieces. So we were huge book. fans of it. And, <laughs> yeah, and I when I saw this it. was going to Broadway and like being developed a new musical, it was so exciting. You know, I, I'll add to that. When we did the show Out of Town in Hartford. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is where I'm from. Oh, you oh, are? Shout out. Oh, okay. Shout, shout out, out to, to Hartford. Hartford. One of the only great things about Hartford is Hartford. No, we, <laughs> we were there for three months and we had a fantastic time. We really yeah. did. We yeah. had a wonderful time. But um, uh, after the show, every night, uh, well, at, at the beginning of the show, these young women would walk in. Some of them would be wearing tiaras, and some of them would, would be wearing blue dresses and with a yellow sash, and some of them would be, would be wearing red wigs. Wow. It, yeah. And I, at, when I it first saw them, I, th- I got terrified because I thought, oh, my God, we haven't done the animated movie. We've done our own version of this famous story. Uh-huh. And uh, so right after the very first preview, I went up to one of these girls, and I said, what did you think? And she said, I... I just loved it so much, she said, and I got so nervous when I looked at in the program and I saw that so- there, some of the characters were different and some of the songs were not there and some of the songs were in different places and I, I didn't know what to expect. And she said, and I, I grew up with this movie and, and the musical has grown up for me. Aww. And I thought that was so touching and, and it was such a relief. So <laughs> these are our, you know, we love these theater goers so much, these young women. We call them our Fanastasias. You know, they're adorable. Yes. Wow, there's a word for them. It's <laughs> all making me think that Anastasia was secret like the proto frozen in a way if people are coming in costume. I think we're the proto a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's 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 really funny to think back to that time before animated movies were just like immediately going to Broadway in the way they do now and um, you were really a forerunner of that. Um, going back to what you were just saying, Derek, about you know girls always singing these songs, I feel like it is rare for a movie to, uh, an animated movie to have a cult following the way Anastasia does and uh, you know, I have friends who the minute you mention it to them will just literally break out into song and start singing <laughs> Journey to the Past. Um, what do you, I mean, for all of you, what do you think it is about this story and about maybe the music that you wrote that has made this something that people... You know. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. No, are so connected to. Um, I think for me, I think the what, what Anya wants is so incredibly strong. And I think ultimately that's what most people want. They want to find a sense of who their home is, uh, they want to find love and and their family. And you know, oftentimes that's your blood family, and oftentimes it's the people that you meet in your life, that, and you're fortunate enough that they become your family. And I think that that is really the core of what drives the piece. And I, that's certainly emotional. It's certainly musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about for the rest of you? I agree with everything that was just said, and and I think. For me, what I've always loved about Lynn and Stevens' writing, and I think which connects to so many people, is their wonderful way of of um, drawing a light to humanity. So, so tapping at like those little bits inside of each person, where they go, "Oh my gosh, this this is me. This is me," and it, it's a beautiful thing, and it's a very rare gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like the music in our show, and like like Christy was saying, it's just it's we've humanized like these animated characters and and, yeah. and mm. related a lot of you know what what necessarily wasn't super historical historically accurate in the animated film. I feel like we've really shed a light on that and and you know the the harsh times that were there. And there's so much that people can relate to nowadays with um, you know the current state of our our world and our and our country and it's it's so it's I feel like it's an important time for the show to come out and have a powerful yeah. woman, you know, mm-hmm. in charge. On International Women's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It's amazing. I, I, I will just add just to what everybody has said, there is something quite topical about the show now. And I think when it came out she was this powerful heroine, you know, and it was an animated movie, but the, she, she, Anya was this woman who just wouldn't be stopped. And she, you know, in our version, she has walked halfway across Russia to St. Petersburg because she's drawn to find out clues about her past. And it's, I, I feel like it's, this story is a story that needs to be told right now. And as a woman, I feel it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that um, we, we, we are an assertive bunch now and despite the fact that she that in the story she doesn't have her memories yet and she you know is is trying to recapture bits and pieces and flashes and echoes of the past for herself she's moving directly to the future uh and will not be stopped and i think that's just where we are now and where we have to be right on um i I was gonna say that the two of you and looking at all the musicals you've done over the years it's a pretty diverse group, um, you know, from ragtime to what's on this island to musical mm. to here to Rocky. I mean, it's, it's a little <laughs> yes. all over the place. Um, I mean, do you do you as writers and do you as fans see any sort of through line to what projects you take on and how you decide this is something we're gonna 
do as a team. And well, you know, it's funny. It's not rocket science. It's, uh, it's just what you're drawn to emotionally mm-hmm. and as a person. And uh, at different par- points in your life, you're drawn to different things. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think one of the great fun things as a writer is that you get to be so many different characters in your one lifetime. And I, I love that. I love becoming, you know, a young Caribbean girl and a boxer from Philly and uh, a, a Russian lost princess, you know. <laughs> My personal you know? favorite was it's, Cole House Walker Jr. Yeah. I was really, yeah. I really yeah. identified yeah. with him. But, it's, but it's, it, it, it's, it's great to become all these different people. And, and there's uh, such a richness in music in the world. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of it. You know, I, I, I just, I, I feel like there are many more uh, musical journeys to, to for for both of us still to take. Mm-hmm. And if you were, I think if you were going to look at each of those very, very different shows, you know, I, I don't want to point to themes in our show. We don't set out to write a theme. We set out to tell a story, really. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my mm-hmm. love is, is storytelling. And if I can do it through music, I'm, I'm thrilled. Um, but I've begun to see that if you start thinking about the shows that we've done, they all involve family in some form or fashion, mm-hmm. and usually a family that doesn't necessarily seem like they grew up together. You know, that, like in Susical, there's a, an elephant and a bird and a baby elephant bird. Like, who would have put those together? It's a really non-traditional <laughs> and, family. And in yeah. one's, you know, in, in ragtime, there's an immigrant man and a, and a, and a white woman from New Rochelle and an African-American baby. And I, these things give me hope. And when I can find them in, in a story, I want to tell that story. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it feels like time to bring ragtime back, maybe. <laughs> but it's always time to bring ragtime back. It's actually opening uh, in, in uh, Ford's Theater yeah. in Washington, D.C. Ah. Uh, this coming Friday. So yeah. it's I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And wow. to see it play... Uh, in the nation's capital. And I just saw it three days after the election in London. Mm. And it was an out-of-body experience because, of course, you know, it it has to do with immigrants and women's rights and and justice Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. all of this stuff. And I was sitting there in tears because it seemed suddenly as fresh as a daisy. Sure, sure. For a lot of reasons, yeah. Yeah. Um, The two of you, obviously, Christy and Derek, have amazing chemistry together. Having just watched you sing together, uh, what was what was your audition experience like? Uh, getting together for the first time and finding that. Do you want to tell the story? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I was just excited. I was going to say, speaking of people who like finish each other's sentences, you two kind of do too. <laughs> well, we were lucky that we've known each other for a while. Yeah. Um, my first job coming to New York was Carrie off Broadway, and we played boyfriend and girlfriend in that show. In that show. Uh, so we spent a lot of quality time getting to know each other and feeling comfortable on stage with each other, which I yeah. think. And we've stayed friends over the years, yeah. so we get to and supported her, one another in other shows. And yeah, and it helps when you know your counterpart is a good person and, and super genuine. And just <laughs> I the feel sweetest. the same way about Derek. He's such a good person. And then the day of the audition, he was in the he was there in the waiting room, and I just was so excited because they had just told me I found out that we were going to get to go in and sing together. And I said, Derek, we're singing together. We're singing together. He's like, How did you know? I was like, They just told me we're going in. And I was so I was so excited because it was like, Oh, I get to perform with like one of like the best people ever that you could ever perform with oh. so especially mm-hmm. in a especially in an audition setting i mean i mean everybody feels the nerves and the, and the tension mm-hmm. yeah. but, but to get to go into someone you you know and understand and you've worked together before that i think that yeah. was we we're super thankful for that and uh, even if it was just it two out. minutes we would have just yeah. had a great time so yeah. it was extra lucky we get to do it all the time now yay and obviously the two of you very much approved 
Oh, well, oh, yeah. it, it, was, no, no. it wasn't just us. There was yeah. a whole room full whole of people. There must have been like 25 people in that room. There's a lot of people day. in that room. I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. There's a I cannot imagine being an actor no. and walking into no. a room and having to, you know, stand before 25 people and be natural and not shake and just do it so beautifully. And when they came in together, it, there was just no question. There was mm-hmm. no question. And it wasn't like they were acting either. It was like they were actually being. They were those characters. They were in, in a moment. And I felt like we were sort of eavesdropping on a very intimate moment uh, between two people's lives as opposed to watching two actors perform a scene. Mm-hmm. It seemed absolutely thrilling and, and there was no discussion. We, we knew we had found our two leads. They yeah. even, they yeah. even yeah. baked together. They yes. baked together. Yes. Yes. I know. Yeah. Wow. What is there left to do? Pass. Yeah, what is left? After <laughs> 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 you baked. Uh, um, I mean, you kind of touched a little bit when we just saw the performance on the idea of, you know, bringing, melding this contemporary sound with the sort of Russian influence sounds mm, in the show. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, always speaking to actors who do musical theater, um, what you listen to outside of the show, um, if there's anything you listen to even outside of the musical theater sphere that informs how you perform. And also for the two of you, how you keep up to date and keep your sound fresh and not sounding like something from. 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it sounds very contemporary. Hmm. I listen to a lot of different musics. I feel like, <laughs> even though I want to listen to musical theater songs every once in a while, like, I feel like I, I feel like I have to jump around a lot. I listen to a lot of, um, like, just, like, genre radio stations, because we don't drive in cars anymore in New York. Like, in <laughs> California, that's how I'd hear all, like, the popular yeah. music, because I would just be driving around, mm-hmm. and they'd play over and over and over. Um, so in New York, I try to like look up like what songs people are like listening to now. So I listen to a lot of like Rag and Bone Man. I've gotten really into, um, mm-hmm. Panic at the Disco. Yes, just like a lot of like a lot of random things. But like I appreciate good vocals. So I guess I'm looking for like good vocals and like people that I'm like, man, how how does that guy sound like that? Like how does yeah. he do that? I think for me, with kind of the state of what's going on in the world. My latest thing over the past year has been to create these playlists of positive songs. <laughs> so it's what an idea. Every song. Can you it, send them to me. Yes, yeah. I will send it to you. And and I'll go to the gym and I'll jog and I'll listen to like I'm on top of the world. You know, just like every positive, happy song you can imagine. I have on my iPod. I, I listen to all kinds of stuff. My my iPod is just crazy. It, it, you know, a, a lot of classical stuff, obviously for uh, for Anastasia. You know, because I was listening to a lot of Prokofiev. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, but I listened to a lot of world music, a lot of pop. Uh, oddly, I never listened to musical theater albums. I, I don't. I don't. You know, I was not say, even what mine. Would, what would we be surprised <laughs> to find on your iPod? <laughs> oh, gee. Just all kinds of old soul covers, you know. I just love mm-hmm. soul music. That's sort of what I what mm-hmm. I grew up with R and B, you know. So a lot, lot of that, a lot of that, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm a word person, so <laughs> you know, I, in terms of keeping our, our what we write up to date and contemporary, I kind of leave that to Stephen because he does so much listening, and he's so good at melding his sensibility with whatever the show calls for. And so what, what I tend to do is I listen, he sends me things and I listen to those things for every individual show, but a lot of the times I can't even listen to music because I'm reading about the, the period, I'm doing research on the Caribbean and I'm doing research on you know turn of the century America, I'm, I'm researching Russia. And so as a word person, in a weird way, my job is less to 
influenced the music then to create characters that fit into that music really well. So I, on each project, I tend to listen to what Stephen sends me, um, do a lot of my own research and reading. And then in my real life, you know, I'm, I'm listening to, you know, Carol King, and I, I won't even tell you who, you know, Joni Mitchell. Yes, and all my faves, my favorite, you know, yeah. you know, all my old faves that we used to dance. It makes me happy. You know, it makes you, it makes my, my soul calm. So those are some good old faves yeah. to have, I would say. Uh, well, Christy and Derek, I hope this brings you your own dolls, among other things. Oh yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm a Christy and a Derek doll. doll. Action oh figure. <laughs> my mom would be thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> Teeny <laughs> tiny <laughs> evening gowns. Right. Yes. Once you have your own action figure, where else is oh, there gosh. to go? Uh, <laughs> well, thank you all of you for coming and chatting. This is really great. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Great, great Everybody go see the show. Later. Say that again? Everybody should go see the show We move into the Broadhurst tomorrow, and we haven't oh, been exciting. there yet. We're at least, Stephen and I, we're sort of saving ourselves for yeah. tomorrow. So we're really excited. <laughs> tomorrow to is like the big day. It's big the first day, day of school, so yeah. Yeah. we're ready. Exciting. Yeah. Well, yeah. good luck. Thank you. Thank cool. you. Thanks, guys. Parade. Passing by. Passing by. It was hot, not a cloud in the sky. Then a boy caught my eye. Well, that was quite the musical love fest. If you would like to hear even more of it, uh, go to billboard.com slash Broadway. You will find a video of uh, the four of them recently performing in our office with Flaherty at the piano, which is sort of a unique treat. If you like Billboard on Broadway, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Acast. Even better, if you truly love us, you will give us a multi-star rating and a delightful review on iTunes. If you would like to sing your praises for Billboard on Broadway or send me your opinions and recommendations for future podcasts, please use the hashtag Billboard on Broadway and you can find me on Twitter at Rebecca Millsoff. And please come back for the next episode next week. Blah, 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 blah.